But this iron life is so significant because it's not just about the lifestyle that you live. It's about allowing the life that you have, this life, this day, this season, um, this vessel, this body, what God has given you, this, to be something that not only sharpens and encourages others, but allows you to embrace what it means to live a quiet and peaceful life. Hello, my love, and welcome to This Iron Life, a podcast where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you so much for joining me for a new season, a new episode. And yes, today is August 1st, and we do have a new name. Now, I'm super excited to bring you this rebranded podcast because I have been in a season of my life where the Lord has told me to rest and rebrand. And in doing so, rest and rebrand literally looks as it sounds. It means sitting still, knowing that God is God, being in silence, being in this silent season, allowing the Lord to speak to me, whether that be through journaling, whether that be through prayer, whether it be through meditation, and really just taking a break. The Lord has delivered us into a new space. We have simplified our lives. And I've realized that I was constantly chasing the next thing, and that is not necessary in order to live a joyful life. Like God has given me so many blessings and there has been so much elevation, but elevation doesn't necessarily mean that you have to keep going after the next thing. You can sit in the season that you're in, be grateful for what God has given you now and allow that to be enough. As Paul said, I've learned to be content, whether a base or bound. And we literally for the last couple of years have gone from the next level to the next level to the next level. And In the worldly perspective, it may have looked as if I was successful, but in a spiritual perspective, I was chasing. I was chasing something that I didn't even know I was chasing because I was trying to appeal to the masses and look as though I had made it. And so once I got to the 2000 square foot, three bedroom apartment, and it's just me and my husband with the 19 foot ceilings, um, I realized that I don't need all of this. Quite honestly, I don't need any of this. It is a blessing. But the fact that the Lord has delivered us to this place, what I really want is I want to live a quiet and peaceful life. I want to simplify my life and not have all these things because when you have a bigger space, you got to buy bigger things for this bigger space. And I want to be content where the Lord has me. I I want to grow. I want to expand, especially spiritually, physically. I want to expand my business. I want to grow this business to the way that I it can be. But I don't need to appeal to anyone else or try to validate my worth or to validate who I am or who God created me to be based on materialistic or tangible things. So that was a handful. So welcome to this episode. <laughs> Welcome to this episode. We changed the name of the podcast from the Iron Wifey podcast to This Iron Life because within that rebrand and resting season, the Lord solidified that Iron Wifey was a beautiful start. It was a beautiful start. And honestly, you guys, when I launched Iron Wifey magazine back in 2017, I was not sold on the name and I wanted it to do something with like Eve or like Eve's Corner, something to go back to the Garden of Eden, something like that. Um, but I wasn't sold on the name and I, I've never been sold on the name, even though we rode with it for all these years, I was never sold on the name. And in my quiet time, the Lord revealed to me that 
While we started off sharpening and encouraging women in Christ, the season that I personally am moving into is more about adapting a lifestyle that lives the word of God out. It's about application. We're done with just reading the quick devotionals that the Bible app sends us. We're done with just uh, praying over our food and allowing that to be the two to three times a day that we speak to the Lord. We're done with the cookie cutter shortcut devotionals, the cookie cutter shortcut um, time spent with God. And we're really going to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. We're really going to live a life that not just, you know, reads the Bible and studies the Bible, but adopts what the biblical principles actually are to our lives so that we can see it lived out in person. And these are aspects of my life that I've been doing here and there over the last couple of years, but it's not something that has been consistent. And so we changed the name. The Lord gave me the rebranded name as This Iron Life. I wanted to do The Iron Life, but there's actually a podcast out there called The Iron Life that's hosted by like people who love like Iron Man and running and working out and stuff. Um, but This Iron Life is so significant because it's not just about the lifestyle that you live. It's about allowing the life that you have, this life, this day, this season, um, this vessel, this body, what God has given you, this to be something that not only sharpens and encourages others, but allows you to embrace what it means to live a quiet and peaceful life, what it means to live a simple life, what it means to live. Because there is only one way, one truth, and one life, and that life is found in Jesus Christ. And so welcome to This Iron Life, a podcast where we do sharpen and encourage one another in Christ in living a life that is appealing and pleasing and glorifies our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now look, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I recorded this episode a good three to four times. I was gonna say five, but that's a little ambitious. I recorded this episode at least three times and every single time I recorded it, I got done and I was like, that's not it. That's not it. And so I'm curious if you've ever been in a season in your life where you know that God is calling you to change, you know that God is calling you into to, to pivot, to shift directions, to really just take a step back and you execute on that and you walk in that and then you realize, okay, maybe that wasn't the step I was supposed to take. That is how this first podcast episode has been. And quite honestly, as I'm recording this, it's August 1st, 2023. I don't even know if this episode is gonna be released and if the Lord is gonna free me to release it. And if, it, and if he does, praise the Lord, Welcome back to a new season of the podcast. But I recorded this episode about three times. And after each time, I was told that's not it. And so I had to go back into my quiet time. I had to go back into reading God's word and seeing what he wanted me to share. I had to go back into really just resting. Because sometimes it's not even about you said the wrong thing. Sometimes it's just not the right time. And so I had to be okay with the fact that, you know what? We haven't released a podcast episode since February, but because of that doesn't mean that, or because we haven't done anything, it doesn't mean that we are slacking or, you know, inconsistent or inconsiderate or giving up. No, it's just a matter of God called you into a season of rest. And so what does rest actually look like? What does it mean to rest in the Lord? Not just sleeping, not just taking a nap when you feel tired, but what does it mean to rest in the Lord? And so as I rested, I realized that I want to embrace a lifestyle of rest. Like I don't want to just 
rest when I'm tired. I want to rest knowing that I am sitting in the presence of God every single day. I am sitting in his presence, in his spirit, allowing him to orchestrate my steps, uh, allowing him to guide me in everything that I do. Like Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he'll direct your path. And so resting in the Lord for me, I learned that it is acknowledging God in everything that I do. And when I say everything, I mean, Lord, what do you want me to wear today? Lord, what do you want me to say today? Lord, who do you want me to speak to? Lord, what what direction do you want me to take today? You know, it's walking outside and understanding that this is a day that the Lord has made. And so you will rejoice in it. You will be glad in it. Rejoicing in gladness and joy and happiness is a choice. And if we can find joy in the Lord in our day to day, if we can find joy in everything that we do, if we can realize that our lives are not just our own, but they are uh, orchestrated, like God is our author. We are co-writing this book with him. We have the option to decide how the next chapter is going to be. And if we can rest in knowing that his promises stand true and that his word is everlasting. So what he said back then to all those biblical characters that we love, the Esthers, the Josephs, the Moses, all those biblical characters that we admire, we want the same faith or we want the same miracles to take place. He's the same God that he was back then that he is now. And so in resting in God, it's really in just drawing near to him and allowing yourself to understand that God's presence is all that we need in order to take the next best step. And so this is my next best step. This is me embracing an iron life. This is me changing the narrative for from do, do, do to trust, trust, trust trust and know. An iron life is a still life. And this iron life, T-I-L, like this, T-I-R-N-I, life, L, this iron life, when you actually look at the acronym T-I-L, it is an abbreviation for the word until. And until the Lord returns, I want to make sure that my lifestyle reflects his glory. I want to make sure that I'm walking in his promises. I want to make sure that my light shines bright so that all who see it can draw near to it and know that it's not me, but the Christ within me that is drawing them closer to him. I want my life to reflect the glory and the love and the mercy and the grace that Jesus has given me and you through his life. It's not just, uh, it's not just, uh, what is this? We're not just walking and living just to live. We are living to be a light. We are living to be love. We are living to embody Christ and prepare for his return. And so until the Lord's return, I'm going to sharpen and encourage myself. I'm going to sharpen and encourage others to live a life that is pleasing to God. And so welcome to this iron life. I said welcome like three times, but this is what this iron life is going to entail. Hello, my loves. Now you're already listening to the podcast, which shows me that you actually love podcasts. But maybe, maybe God is calling you to start your own podcast. Maybe you know that God has put a message in your heart that you want to share. Or maybe you know that your testimony has the power to change the world. I want to invite you to position to podcast my eight to 10 week group coaching program where I will walk you through the strategies that I use for my clients, as well as members within the Faith Audio Network that has helped them not only launch their podcast, but grow and sustain their podcast. This is the perfect opportunity for you to launch your podcast in the next 21 days, and I don't want you to miss out on this. So join me for Positioned to Podcast. You can visit positiontopodcast.com for more information. I'll see you in position.
Hey there, Storyteller. I just want to interrupt this episode really quick to let you know that Faith Audio Network is now open. Faith Audio Network is our community for storytellers like you, storytellers who listen to podcasts like this, storytellers who know they have a voice and they know that God has given them a powerful gift to be able to go out and speak for him, to give him glory. So if you know that you are interested in joining a community that is going to hold you accountable, that is going to pray with you, that is going to intercede on your behalf and that's going to sharpen your faith, this is the community for you. To learn more and to register, please visit faithaudionetwork.com. That's faithaudionetwork.com. Now, there are some visions that the Lord has given me over the years that I have kept holding on to, but I thought that, you know, when you have a job or you have a vision from the Lord, it's kind of hard to mesh the two. I always separated church and state. I don't know about you, but that's just been me. I've always separated church and state. Like I have to do this kind of job, but on this side of my life, I can be a Christian and do this and this and that. But the thing is, God lives in us. And when you look at the word, it says, uh, I want to say it was David. He said, one thing I want, thing I want the most is to dwell in the house of the Lord all my life. And so dwelling in the house of the Lord is allowing the Lord Jesus Christ to reside in us allowing him to live in us, allowing him to sharpen and encourage us in him. And so in dwelling in the Lord, I realized that God is ever present. We know that he's omnipresent. He's ever present. He's all around us. He's in us. He is us. He, um, he loves us. But in doing that, I feel like I just lost my train of thought, but in doing that, we understand that dwell in the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord. Okay, let me take you back. I, I did lose my train of thought, but we back now. So when I was saying, um, I think I want to say it was David. To, my mission is to dwell in the house of the Lord all my life. One thing I ask, Psalms 27. Oh, I wrote it down. Let me just stick to my notes, y'all. Let me stick to my notes, okay? Psalms 27, David said, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek the most is to, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. Now, when we dwell in the house of the Lord, when we live this iron life, what we're doing is we are making it a goal to live a quiet and peaceful life, minding our own business. And I don't know if you remember this, but back in the day, a couple years ago, I did a Bible study on Luke 2 and it talked about Jesus. And now when Jesus was 12 years old, he and his parents went to the Passover festival. Um, they, you know, went on their vacation and then he decided, Jesus, 12 year old Jesus, decided that he was going to um, go to go into the temple and learn from the elders and sit at the feet of those and just learn and understand what God's assignment was for him. Now, his parents had left. They literally, they, now this is a back in the day festivals, they traveling with hundreds of people, right? So they're just thinking, okay, Jesus is in the crowd. He's coming home with us. But they traveled three days home only to realize that Jesus wasn't with them. And they started panicking his mother and father, Mary and Joseph. And they went back, traveled three days back to the city to find their son in the same temple, learning and teaching with authority. And so when his mom came up to him, he was like, you know, son, son, why did you do this? You know, why did you worry us? And Jesus's response sticks out the, it sticks out the most to me, but Jesus responded, um, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I was in my father's house? So all that time that people are going about doing their thing, 
Jesus, 12 year old Jesus, made sure that he dwelled in the house of the Lord all his life. Even at 12 years old, he knew, why were you seeking me? You didn't have to look for me. I was in my father's house. Now, when you look at different translations of the Bible, one of the things about being in your father's house, about my father's house, I was in my father's house, that I wanna say it's Luke 2 verse five, might be wrong, um, but Luke 2, when it says that Jesus was in his father's house, another translation, the NKJV version, says that I was about my father's business. And so when it comes to this business of life, and I don't know if you guys remember, but this podcast used to be called About My Father's Business for this reason. Um, when it comes to the business of life, how are we going to make sure that we are dwelling in our father's house all the days of our life? Not just today, not just on Sunday, not just on Easter or Christmas or the holidays that we go to church, not just, you know, taking into account the house of the Lord as in the physical building that the church holds, but allowing your temple, allowing your body to be the house that the Lord dwells in, to be the, the, the vessel in the temple that you allow Jesus to live in so that you can then live in him all the days of your life. And so going back to my notes, this iron life is living a quiet and peaceful life. And when we look at 1 Thessalonians 4.11, it says to make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business, dwelling in the house of the Lord, and working with your hands, just as we instructed you before. Then who are not, then those, the people who are not believers will respect the way you live and you will not need to depend on others. My goal with this iron life is to live a quiet and peaceful life, Minding my own business, meaning being about the father's business, dwelling in the house of the Lord all of all the days of my life, working with my hands. So allowing uh, allowing the things that I create, you know, in Genesis, it talks about how God created the heavens and the earth. God created the sun and the moon. God created the stars. He created man to be in his image, in his likeness. God created the animals, the fish, the plants, everything God created. And then he called everything that he created good. And so in Ephesians 5, 2, we are called to imitate Christ, therefore, imitate Christ in love. So if we are imitating Christ, if we are imitating our creator, we are also called to create. And so everything that we do, the work of our hands is called to be good because we are called to create in reference and imitation to our creator. And so my goal, live a quiet and peaceful life, quiet and peaceful, meaning no slander, no gossip. Um, if it ain't quiet, if it ain't peaceful, I don't want it. I'm not trying to turn up all the time. I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to enjoy what God has given us. Quiet, peaceful life, minding my own business, being about my father's business and working with my hands, creating for my creator, doing the things that he told me to do, the visions that he's put in my mind to create Instead of separating church and state, instead of saying, I have to go do this and on the side, if I have time, I'll go do what God told me to do. But doing what God told me to do first and knowing that he's going to provide the provision because he gave me the vision. So creating um, just as I was instructed, which this Thessalonians, first Thessalonians 411, this is an instruction to us because then. People who are not believers, people who do not believe in God, people who do not know who God is. I often say that you may be the only piece of Jesus that people see. So why not let your light shine? The people who are not believers will respect the way that you live. You gain, you gain respect with those who do not believe. And you will not need, you will not need, you won't need anything 
God candles everything that we need. Like you said, the vi- if the vision's there, the provision will be there. You will not need to depend on others. Now, when I looked up the word depend, it says to be controlled or determined by to rely on. And when I w- looked up the word rely, it says to depend on with full trust or confidence, to need something, someone for support or help. Now, Proverbs 3 is one of the scriptures that I live by. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge his will in all that you do and he will direct your paths. And so if we're looking to understand which path we need to take, we need to understand that we need to place all of our trust in God. It's not just depending on others. It's not depending on someone else. It's placing everything that you are. It says acknowledge as well in all your ways. So everything that you do, placing your trust completely in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So this is the iron life. This is this iron life. This is what we are embracing. This is what we are depending on. This is what we are allowing ourselves to to live in this season. And this is why we have changed the name from the Iron Wifey podcast to this Iron Life because it's not just about encouraging others. It's about allowing yourself to be encouraged in Christ and allowing yourself to live the life that he has called you to live, that he's called you to embrace. And until his return, being prepared by knowing that his word stands true, by trusting in him with all of your heart, by doing as Thessalonians 4.11 instructs us and living that quiet and peaceful life, minding our own business, working with our hands, creating and allowing the Lord to orchestrate and and orate all of our steps. I don't think orate is a word, (laughs) y'all. But, you know, well, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying, to guide you in each and every one of your steps. And so what I'm looking to do over this season, I can't speak from I can't speak for what's in the future. But what I want to do in this season is really highlight um, not just interviews and guests, but um, highlight passages that allow us to focus on what it means to live an iron life. What I want to do in this season is dive into the word and see how we can apply the word to our lives because the, the word is living. You know, it's the same yesterday, today and forevermore. And so because this word is living and we are living, we can then grow in the word as the word continues to grow with us. It's the same word. And so this is what I'm hoping to do over the next couple of weeks and days and years and just this season of my life and embracing the iron life. So if you're ready to go on this journey with me, I invite you to subscribe if you are not subscribed to the podcast, because we definitely want to make sure that you don't miss an episode. Um, I invite you to join me on this journey and to also embrace this lifestyle for yourself, because we don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know that God has a plan. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you to give you a hope and a future. And so our hope in our future, our hope in a future, prosper, prosperity is in God's plan for us. And so why not embrace a lifestyle that allows us to not just uh, enjoy the prosperity, but to enjoy who Christ is, to uh, embody his characteristics, to be like children who mirror our parents or who mirror our father. Like, let us embrace a lifestyle that is pleasing to the Lord. So 
That concludes today's episode of This Iron Life. Thank you guys for joining me for a new season, for a new month. Um, I cannot wait to see what the Lord has in store for this new journey for us. Uh, but in the meantime, know that I love you and so does the Lord. Let me switch that around. Let me <laughs> know that God loves you and so do I. So go out there and aim to sharpen someone else. Okay. All right, loves, I will talk to you guys next week in another episode. Today is Tuesday, so hopefully this episode gets out today, Lord willing. And if it does, then I guess we're going with Tuesdays for episode releases moving forward. <laughs> but I'll talk to you guys next week in another episode. And until then, God loves you, and so do I. Bye.